Episode 100 and Dennis Rodman. <laughs> we are here. 191. Yes, sir. I actually used to be number 91 when I played Select. So I swear. Real shit. Did you pick that number yourself or was it nah, given to you? No, you already know I was number 10. But um, I'm looking for number 10. I'm, I think I'm, I'm like 12, but I'm on the 13U team. So like there was somebody that was actually 13 that wanted number 10. I couldn't get number 10. He's 13. Uh, <laughs> How old were you? 12. 12, you said? Okay. So he gets 10. There's nothing left that looks cool except 91. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, I picked up 91. For sure. Balled out for a little bit. Team forward, shout out. Um, Yeah. I don't know why I talked about that, but we're here. Are you ready to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, episode 191. Let's go. Close your eyes. Hell of a show. Listen. 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 They get niggas time like it's lunch down there. You go down there looking for justice. That's what you find. Justice. It's comedy. It's hilarious. Look yourself in the mirror. Tell me times ain't the scariest. For me, dropping album after album like it's a various artist compilation. But it's just me and HB. And this should take concentration. Niggas know I don't drop this off and so cherish it. Like your daughter's graduation, kids' marriages. When the culture vultures swoop down, they start to put in the sound. They drew up contracts for niggas. Drew Hill to Drew Down. And I'm praying they say. Episode 191. Let's do it. And they end up depressed. That's that KD3. That's one of the hittest good ass knocks. King's disease. King's disease. Most of us catch it at one point or another. But evolve. Find a new formula. One that takes everything in you to make The audacity masterfully crafted These classics so naturally had to be nasty Back at it They argue KD1, KD2, what magic was hard to win goodness KD3 go harder than all of them Back in the nanos, barely rubbed elbows with CEOs I was dolo, I better Alright, you can listen to the rest on your own, man This episode 191 of the Rise and Grind Podcast Your boy Roger in the building Sir Jakari, we here It's Monday Feeling good How you feeling? Feeling great Coming off the weekend, how was your weekend? Great weekend, man. So uh, ending off the week because it was, you know, last time we linked up was uh, for the Thursday pod. So Friday work uh, ended off well. Still adjusting to my schedule, still adjusting to the weather changing because I work later hours now. That's why I'm always talking about like how my sleeping things be off mm-hmm. because um, I work later into the night now. So I'm getting off and it's dark as hell outside, but it's still early, you know, so. Just overall, uh, still just getting adjusted to that. But this weekend, I was able to go see my parents, kicked it with them, uh, watch some college football. This was Saturday. Watch some college football with my pops. Put him on some new music as well. Okay. Uh, he was asking me about the hurt loss. He was like, how's it sound? He ain't heard it yet. You know, pops be on the music, but he just ain't heard it yet. Right. Um, and I was like, yeah, you got to play that. And then I was like, Nas just dropped. No, yeah, you got to play that. Yeah. And I was like, Nas just dropped him. Him and Hit Boy uh, just dropped. Um, so he added that. And he started playing. And he was like, yeah, that's Nas. He was like, I already know what to expect for him. That King's shit. Disease. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. And then uh, shit, after that, man, I was able to hit the, the Mavericks game. Saw Luca. Was this Friday or is it Saturday? This is Saturday as well. Okay. Hit the Mavericks game. <clears throat> Luca went crazy. He had a 40-point triple-double. Word? I didn't even see this man. game. Who were they playing? Portland. 
Okay. I got to see Damian Lillard. That shit was icy, man. Friday night, I was tapped into Kings Lakers. That was a good game. I was tapped into Golden State. Um, forgot who was playing in Golden State, but um, that was what I was tapped into. Yeah, this was Saturday though. The game for me. You okay, said, yeah, I'm thinking Friday. Friday. Yeah, Friday, I'm thinking right. Friday night. So, yeah, so this was Saturday night, but uh, the game was live, man. Like I said, Luca went off. They played good. The fourth quarter turned up. Had a great time. Um, anytime you get to see Luca, you know, show out like that, he's must see TV regardless. But absolutely, seeing it in person, you know, it's just amazing, bro. But uh, haven't seen him in person yet. Damn, from we got we got we to slide back. But yeah, um, overall though, that was my weekend, bro. It, it was great. Like I said, just kick back, relax. Got to you know see my folks, go to the Mavs game, all that. So uh, coming into this week, you know, Monday now, feeling good, ready to just take <clears> on this week also, bro. But uh, how you feeling? How was your past week? Um, my my weekend was good. Friday, like like you said, we were coming off of the Thursday pod. Friday, of course, I'm working with the kids. They get out early every Friday. That's a that's a luxury we mm. never had. Okay, they get out at two thirty every Friday. Why is that? Is that just how it's built in there? Yeah, it's no just reason. Built, it's oh, okay. just built for them to get out early cool. every single Friday. Okay. Lucky fine. them. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yes. Faculty still stays, but you know it's more relaxed when there's nobody else on the campus. Well, no it's just you taking care yeah. of whatever work you need to take care of before you get the fuck out of there. <clears throat> Easy work day Friday I planned on going out Friday night But My routine when I get home I'm smoking Like I'm smoking my fucking face off Like and I'm I'm gonna be Big gas Yeah big gas Big relaxing vibes I have my own Even though I have a house to myself Like you do I do Um, Big big young home shit uh, Not an apartment Home Uh <laughs> Um, I got my own like man cave in my house, even though it's my house. Right. Um, so there's a room designated for smoking. Mm. There's a smaller couch in there. Um, TV, TV, oh. absolutely. That's two different, no. two different monitors. Oh. One's computer. What the hell? How are you here right now? I would never leave. I I don't. <laughs> I don't. One set like one monitor's computer. The other monitor's set up to the game system. Come on now. Got the Oculus in there too. Um. But I meant to get out around 7 or 8 p.m. that night, um, enjoy myself for the evening. I smoked after work, fell to fuck asleep. I didn't wake up until 10. Damn. That's the reason why I was tapped into Lakers, Kings, and the Warriors games, because here, those don't start till 11 p.m. for us. Was it the Cavaliers that they played, the Warriors? Yes, and they gave them a run for their fucking yeah, money, too. I remember now. I remember uh, now. Did the Cavs pull this out? I can't nah, even remember. They won the Warriors one. But yeah, it was close. Mm-hmm. It was close. It was close with that that Kings Lakers game too. You should never be close with the fucking Sacramento Kings. <laughs> LA Lakers. Now LeBron's out, granted. But um <clears throat> when I woke up, it was just basketball night for me because I had missed the bulk of Friday night. I'm not the club guy, I'm not the strip club guy. Um, so I'm not going out. At 11, 12, unless we had something to do and we we didn't. Um, moving on into Saturday. Had a good dinner on Saturday. Um, went out to Gloria's. Um, Latin cuisine. Gloria's always a good a good meal, good drinks, all that. Yeah, nice little, nice little. Nice little night out. Shindig. Yeah. Then I come back. It's fight night. Oh, of course. I talk about this every single time because... The same way somebody's favorite sport might be football, this, that. Of course, my favorite sport is basketball because I was a basketball player. But outside of that, UFC, boxing, 
that is my realm. Like that is that is my safe space. Watching niggas bleed and get knocked out is like home to me. Um, <laughs> niggas insane. Yeah, and there was there was there was too many good cards, like too many fights uh, on the card that I, I wanted to see in the women's side. Wei Lee was fighting. Um, Dustin Poirier was fighting on the guy's side, and the the headliner Israel Adesanya, Izzy. If you guys don't know by his uh, his full name, he is the thing in UFC. Every few years, there's a different one. I can remember when John Jones was was that. Um, there was a long, long period of time that Conor McGregor was that. Then it became Khabib right after Conor McGregor. Israel Adesanya's, he's him. He's him. And um, <clears throat> you'd never see him go down. I think he only has one loss or it might be a draw, something like that. Now he has two. Yeah, man, that that, that was big news. So He got like, knocked the fuck out. Like you explained, somebody who doesn't follow it that much, uh, UFC myself, I still know who that guy is. He's everywhere. He's that popular. Everybody knows that he's that guy when it comes to UFC, like you said. So when he goes down this weekend, of course, that was the headliner. I mean, that was the breaking news. That's like Deont- Like when we saw Deontay Wilder get knocked out. Yeah. And I, the reason why I connected it to him, I connected it to somebody else in pre-production, but I'm connecting it to Deontay Wilder because Israel Adesanya almost has, he talks his shit like a, a fighter, but he almost has like the the good boy, the the one you love. You love Izzy. Everybody loves Izzy. He's not one of those that you just hate on Izzy. Everybody loves Izzy. So watching him get knocked out hurt. <laughs> like I remember when Tyson knocked Deontay Wilder out that first time. Yeah, bro. Oh, it broke it broke me. Yeah, we were we were sick. It literally like there we were sick. There was never really I remember my dad talking about watching Muhammad Ali lose. Oh yeah, I can't even and imagine that. He he said he it was the first time like he had cried watching like a sports event. I didn't cry, of course, because I'm grown. He was younger at that point. But something in my heart hurt watching Deontay Wilder mm-hmm. lose like that. I'm like, yo, this is fucking me up he's getting up he's trying again tyson fucking him up i'm yeah. like man this hurts what, what i was gonna say i think what it is is because um you know we can accept the loss when somebody gives it their all and they just get beat they just get defeated these guys are getting their ass beat yeah tyson was getting i mean tyson was beating deontay's ass and, and it's then, like everything he stands for right, and, exactly and then moving on you know back to the izzy fight i didn't get to watch it but i heard that at the beginning he was in favor to win, oh, and then he was kicking his ass, right? And then he ends up losing. So, of course, that just adds the the effect as well when he loses. Like it hurts. I know what you mean. It hurt even more on the same Deontay Wilder uh, kind of thing because same with Deontay, it wasn't one hit that just ended the thing. It's several hits that I'm beating you down. Yeah. I'm seeing that look in your face. This dazed. I'm hitting you even more. Now you're stumbling. And now I'm hitting you to where you're knocked down. It's like, oh, oh, you're beating the fuck out of him. Yeah, man. It's just um, we don't like seeing, you know, black and brown people get <laughs> knocked the fuck out on TV. Yeah, That's no, just, it hurts a little more for me. Facts. That's Sorry. just what it is. I don't want to see my people getting beat to smithereens. No, yeah, I actually want to jump through the TV. You know, the little, <laughs> little blue skadoo shit that, uh, that Steve and them niggas used to do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, man. Who was it? Uh, Fat Albert, they did that shit, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'd be just one to jump through that fucking TV. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that was Saturday night, fight night. I heard Floyd Mayweather either he's fighting on Sunday, uh, or he fought on Sunday, or 
on Saturday night. I didn't get into that because he was fighting a YouTuber. But mm. if if there was a KO or something like that, we'll see it. There was a lot of those fights going on. Every single time there's a big fight, there's a huge market in that celebrity boxing realm now. Oh yeah, man. We I mean you could just see it from from the likes, you know, they've pulled everybody. The Paul from Brothers. The Paul Brothers, but you know, who some fights that we saw? Uh, Roy Jones, who did he fight? Um, I'm not sure who Mike Roy Tyson. Jones. Oh, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones did <laughs> fight. You're right, <laughs> yeah. you're right. I forgot about that. That should have never happened. <laughs> right, but we see uh sports <clears throat> figures come in, Le'Veon Bell, Ocho Cinco, Lamar Odom, Lamar Odom, rest in peace, Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter, Nate Robinson. Unfortunately, we did see him get knocked out. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a big market, like you were saying. Even down to home. Um Minicon. Oh yeah, for sure. He just fought overseas. Damn. That's what's up. Yeah, like it's 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 getting really big. Every every Saturday there's a boxing card, there's a celebrity boxing card. You like it? The celebrity boxer? Do you like where it's heading? Like do you like where sports with this is is heading to a a more open state to where anybody can kind of get into this. I mean, yeah, I like it just from the just competitive. Like, I like seeing niggas be competitive, have a, a match, a battle, whatever it is. But what I will say is I don't like the fact that a lot of people just are seeming to jump in and just as a cash grab. Like, I would rather see people who are really passionate about learning the sport of boxing box. Oh, okay. See, I'm on the opposite. I'm... I don't want to see people go in the ring and we know as soon as the bell ring, they're going to get their ass knocked out. Oh, I want to see somebody get knocked out. <laughs> see, but like, dumb. I agree with you, but I don't like when fighters or celebrities get a couple of games under their belt in the celebrity realm and they think they're like boxer boxers. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's my thing. Like, we're in a different realm right here like we're fighting celebrities we're not fighting canelo you didn't fight floyd mayweather now logan paul got to fight i was gonna say it worked out for them so far money talks of course of course but i'm just saying like it it may show um a change or a shift for the future in 2008 or 9 or 10 had this happened floyd would have never taken those fights it's because he was at the end of his career canelo's never taking a fight like that he told them to grow up. Mm-hmm. He told them to get better. Yeah. We can move on. Is there anything we wanted to get into before we get into the music? Yes. Yeah, so um, over the weekend, I did run across a conversation um, over Twitter. They okay. talked about handsome privilege. I've seen something like this. Yeah. You, are you aware of handsome privilege? Mm-hmm. Handsome something privilege. something like it, but you can explain to the uh, the listenership. Okay. So basically, it's a principle that people who are deemed attractive based on beauty standards that stand in society have an upper hand. And are afforded many opportunities that regular people who society regard as unattractive don't have. In other words, a person who has more opportunities becomes more successful in life because of how attractive they are. Uh, two things to say. Number one, yes, I, that rings true. Um, I think both me and you can say we've experienced this, this what, course, what they might course. call handsome yeah, privilege yeah, yeah, our, yeah. our whole life. Yeah, I've been afforded this, yeah, literally. Two, why, why shouldn't we? I mean, yeah, it's nothing wrong with it. Of course, if I, hey, I was born, we were born this way. I mean, like, I, I'm, I didn't I'm, ask to be born. I'm sorry. Right. Um, and I nobody wants like to look at ugly people. <laughs> I just look like this. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, for those who have it, use it, exploit it. I've always said certain things. I mean, I sound crazy saying shit like this, but sorry. You, you either have it or you don't. Like, mm-hmm. if you got it, you got it. And 
<clears throat> just because you're afforded privilege for being handsome doesn't mean there aren't other areas that people that wouldn't be considered handsome or pretty can't up in to keep the same type of advantage. For sure, yeah. And, and it doesn't make you better than anybody by any means necessary. You know what I'm saying? Just because I may be attractive and you may be unattractive, that don't mean I'm better than you. Yeah, you like I mean? we've spoken previously about how uh, we might be considered handsome, pretty, whatever, but... um. There's a there's a different type of nigga that might be ugly and just has a whole lot of game, mm-hmm. and he's getting just as much as privilege as you do because he can talk it. Right. Like he's got the gift of gab. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't need to look good because he's got game. And shout out to niggas like that because if you're lacking in one area, you go, grow. go all in on the area <laughs> that you don't lack in. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying, and be your best in that area. That's just life. That's a mentality. But outside of that. <laughs> In this situation here, of course, why why wouldn't I do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the same thing, e- even though I feel like we we got it uh, with the looks, um, I'm I'm good enough to say I'm gift of gab with it too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm talking it, we talking it. So um, you ugly niggas with game and not taking my girls from me. Sorry, like they they taking girls from niggas though. Like y'all really have to watch the. The ugly nigga with game. For sure. For sure. That um, that may hurt her words. What do you think? So comparing it to a situation and say your girl, you know, you catch her with somebody who's handsome, you know, in the same range as you, whatever. Pretty nigga hurts more. Pretty nigga hurts more than ugly nigga? Are we talking about like we open the door and like she's having sex? I'm, I'm take it however you want to take it. In that moment. Yeah, let's just go with that. In that moment, like when I bust this door open and I see her having sex with this ugly ass nigga, yes, that's gonna hurt more in that moment. Damn, like you picked him, like you picked this, but the pretty nigga has gotta hurt more at the end because if this nigga's prettier than you, like what does she even need you for? Like exactly, like like you lost her. Yeah, like he got the good job at J.P. Morgan Chase. Thanks. <sighs> He smelled good. He smelled good. He brought food. Brought food. You seen the car that he drive outside. It's better than yours. Before you even got in the bedroom, you saw two glasses of wine. <laughs> like, you don't even own glasses of wine. You don't drink wine. You don't drink wine, <laughs> nigga. You suck. You are a liquor nigga. <laughs> Only. You drink burr. You drink Hennessy, nigga. <laughs> He bought her. He bought her rose, a sweet, a sweet red. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's hilarious. The fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you lost her. You lost her. You walk into a situation like that. Um, it's over. The the pretty nigga is bringing different shit, mm-hmm. but also like let's bring it back to the ugly nigga. Like you walk in before you get to the bedroom, it's a bottle of henny halfway gone. Mm-hmm. Backwards, the I guts is ripped say, open. I just want to say it smells like smoke in there. Oh, like when you see the guts ripped open, the jeans like the Amiri jeans on the floor. Yeah. Oh, what shoes? Forces. You walk in on the mm-hmm. he got a he got Balenci's. Balenci's. Oh my God, he's a trap nigga. He's a scammer. Dang, <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst. Um, I'm not saying all trap niggas are scammers. Have to be the, the ugly nigga. No. If you if you get your girl piped by the trap ugly, I mean the trap pretty scammer nigga, kill yourself tonight. <laughs> you lost her too. Oh my God, times two. Trap nigga. Yeah, I'm sorry. You lost that. Yeah, man. Let's move on. Is there anything else we're getting into before we get to music? Yes, man. Uh, one last thing I did just want to bring up also over the weekend. I don't know if you saw uh, it was on social media, you know, every platform. But 
There was an airplane show. The Dallas crash. Man, that was crazy. Two planes collided in air, midair in Dallas, but it was at a um, at Dallas Executive Airport. There was like an air show that they had. It was a military air show. I'm, I'm almost positive. Okay. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, man, it was a situation where, you know, we're not sure what happened, but, you know, two planes, their, uh, what do you call it? Their paths, you know, they cro- crossed. crossed each other and they collided. I'm going to be real. I'm sorry, uh, and I apologize if there are any f- relatives or uh, friends or family of relatives listening. My condolences. It from what it looks like, one plane was peacefully enjoying the show. Don't <laughs> smile over. There. Don't you smile over there? Don't you smile over there? And we're not taking this out. I'm, I'm listening. All right, you ready to keep a straight face? Mm-hmm. All right. It looks like <laughs> not taking this out. It looks like two planes were. I mean, one plane was peacefully enjoying the show. La da da da. This other plane came through off the swing piece. <laughs> I know I'm dark, man. I'm sorry, y'all. I apologize. This other plane came through off three Veterans Day beers <laughs> and a perky. <laughs> and they decided they were going to crash Bandicoot, this bitch. <laughs> Dog, shut up. <laughs> Look at you. You're hot now because you're playing too much. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but no, I was just saying, like, just adding more to the story. It led to an explosion. Both planes, you know, collided. Obviously, they fell to the ground. Everything exploded there. And, and it has been confirmed that, you know, lives are lost. A total of six lives have been confirmed um, as a result of that plane crash. But it was just crazy, man, to just see that, you know, that's not something, obviously, that you just want to see. Absolutely or, not. Absolutely or even not. expect to see ever. Like, that's, that's just crazy. Um, and then for it to go on at a show, you know, a lot of people had their phones out. A lot of people were witness to that so that's just a memory that you you know you just hope to never have all right let's go ahead and get into music Nas and hit boy king's disease three is here it dropped yeah man we've been talking about this all year you know the last couple weeks telling y'all how important this album was going to be for hip-hop it's finally stop looking over here (laughs) what you mean man dog don't look over here dude. I'm, I'm still in that i might laugh phase bro don't look over here nigga. and i'm looking at this camera right, i can right. see you looking over here bro yeah. and then when i see you i'm looking like this yeah man that's my fault that's my fault but no nah, man like i said um we've been looking forward to this release it's finally here um played it over the weekend man and the only thing that i can say is we were absolutely correct about everything that we have been saying when we said that this was going to be immediately an album of the year candidate Oh yeah, like we we Dude. had absolutely no question with that. We were calling it before it even came out, and Dude. by track one, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna hear." Man, <laughs> and I'm not even mad at you for saying that, you know, because a lot of times I'm never somebody that likes to jump the gun. Oh, I was joking, but yeah, but like, I know. But I'm just saying, just even saying like it's in the conversation though. It's still in that conversation, but that's funny because I felt that same way. I'm like, oh, this this may be the best shit that's come out this year we don't like putting albums that we heard the first time like Mm -hmm. if if an album came out on friday we're not coming in on monday saying this might be album of the year yeah never never this has to sit for a week or two or three for it to be album of the year the only one that i think i've i've said that about this year or two might have been Pusha t and kendrick lamar 
anything else because Mr. Morale, the big steppers, that was automatically contender for album of the year immediately. Easily. After listening, uh, Pusha T's album was immediately mm-hmm. contender for album of the year. Nas is doing the exact same thing. Doing it, man. And he's uh, <clears throat> he just keeps getting better. So he said it even himself on the first track on the intro. We told y'all about the success that Kings Disease One had, Two had, and Magic. He said this one is better than all three of those. So to see somebody, we tell you. So I finally checked his age. We always say he's in his forties. He's forty nine. He'll be fifty next year. He's about to be fifty years old, and he's getting better with each project, with each year that goes by. Another line that he had in the album, just to to add on, was. I don't drop like this. Mm. So basically on some shit like appreciate it while it's happening because it ain't going to last that long. And, and how many times do we say that on the pod as well when we just talk about certain artists? Like we need to appreciate music. When they drop music, we see artists <clears throat> all the time. They take breaks. Kendrick just came back. Rihanna's been coming back. It's been five, six years since we've heard these artists. Somebody like Nas being as old as he is, we need to appreciate the fact that he's even giving us music. And then when it's... This type of quality, though? You need to take note Man. that there's never been another rapper that's resurged like this mm-hmm. that far into age and has been able to drop albums that contend with the albums that are out by younger rappers. Right, right, like, right. That's the most important part. He's able to come out at 49 years old and stop time. <laughs> that's crazy. Like, or, or be the type of person that... At 49 years old, you shouldn't announce your album's coming out and nobody's going to drop with you. Like, niggas are scared to put an album out the week that you're dropping. It's to the point where anybody at his age, unless you're Jay or him, I don't give a fuck if you're dropping. Like, I'm mm-hmm. dropping on that day and I'm going to step on it. You're the number two album. Mm-hmm. Nah, not Nas and Hit Boy. And, and it's the Hit Boy push, too. Absolutely. <clears throat> Hit, this Absolutely. is a 50-50 thing. Like, oh, man, for sure, bro. It's, it's literally Mike and Quincy. Because that was the the mantra that they had behind the album. Yeah. There is a track, I believe it's like track four or five. It is called, you know, it's titled Mike and Quincy. He explains mm-hmm. how, you know, that's the, him and Hitboy. That's the new Mike and Quincy. So definitely, bro, Hitboy, I say it. He's the best producer in the game. I love Hitboy. Been following his career since the start. You know, all the shit that he had to go through to get to this point. So I love to see him getting the recognition. And he he is just as important, bro. Hitboy might be, bro. he might be the best producer in the game. He's just as important to this because the sound that he has brought to Nas, who would have ever thought? It's just, it's so organic. Like you said, Nas sounds like he belongs in the game now at 50. We just don't hear that. You don't get that experience from from other artists. There's only one, like you said, Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? Diddy can still come out and make noise as well, but you just don't get that. So I love it, bro. That that teamwork, I mean, that, that collaboration, I hope it continues. I hope we get five, six, seven, eight <laughs> KDs. I don't give a damn at this point. KD one or four four four? Are you asking me which one? Man, on the spot, on the spot. I pick KD. On the spot, I think I might have to. Ooh, on the spot, oh, I'm gonna say four four four. No, four 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 is spot, tough. On the spot, I'm saying four four four. <clears throat> Give me some time. I want to revisit that because that's a great conversation. But off the spot, I mean, off the top of my head right now, I'm saying 444. Because that Jay Nas battle is never ending. Yeah, he rapped about that too. Yeah, yeah, they did. He said, <laughs> they text, like he'll text him jokingly, like, take over lines. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this ain't over. Yeah, nigga, I'm still on your ass. Um, 
But now that I'm thinking about it, even when you think about KD1, KD2, Magic, KD3, they're not far off from the vibe of 444. Yeah, yeah. They're both set in that I'm older now. Um, it's time to look at this from a bird's eye view. Yeah. I'm sitting back. I just lit a cigar. I'm already high off this blunt I just hit. Um, give me a glass of wine, a glass of champagne, and let me talk to you about New York in the 90s. Yep. I said that before. It's more of just like empire, <clears throat> uh, you know, ownership, pro-black. It's just yes. things like that, like just moving the culture forward. They, me, they've been more on that type of rap. My hurt when I talk about rap, like instead of talking about the breakups and the women, I'm going to talk to you about how I missed out on buying Dumbo for $2 million or $3 million. <laughs> Right, right. Um, I'm going to talk to you about the crypto money that I missed on blah, 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 or this that I, the they got different type of pain. Yeah, bro. I like it, though. I love I, it. I love it. Um, but I, I do think after a certain... A certain while we'll be able to come back uh and and think about that comparison again for sure like i said we definitely uh <clears throat> we're gonna write that down because i do want to come back to that for sure that's, yeah i want to be able to look at it track for track yeah yeah for sure that's nice yeah i'm, I'm, I'm up here with it yeah crazy um but kd3 was stacked full of good tracks i'm not done listening to it of course i've already ran through it once or twice but i'm not done listening to this this is going to be one of those that spins for months and months and months in my phone i mm-hmm. i still play tracks from kd1 and kd2 weekly mm-hmm. like car 85 gets played moments um <laughs> i can't think of that one um with charlie i can't remember her name but um <clears throat> on one or two that's on that's on two that's on two um brunch brunch on sundays brunch on sundays that's gotta a, think about that one too store run i love that one mm, okay too um, but yeah, man, just some early favorites, though. I'll just point that out. Uh, the intro, of course, we came in with that. That was Ghetto Reporter. Uh, track two, right off the back, legit. He talks about how um, how he used to be in the streets, like you said, and now he went legit. He's doing everything the right way. His ownership, you know, just big business deal, like like we talked about before with these guys, with, with Diddy, the likes of Diddy, the likes of Jay-Z, the likes of Nas. So I just appreciate this music. Um, Once a more. man, twice a child. Oh, man, what a song. What a song. <laughs> Not for real. Like, no, I know I'm laughing, but yeah, that's a deep song. Once a Man, Twice a Child, yeah. um, Hood to Hood, like you said, Michael and Quincy. Ghetto Reporter is the intro, but might be my favorite song on the album. Don't know. And that's crazy to say because that's track one. Yeah. You normally don't hear people say the intro is their favorite song on an on album, in my, in my opinion. I don't have too many albums where I say the intro is probably my, the best song on there. So to me, that just lets you know, like if I'm starting you out with track one, giving you this quality, imagine what the next 15 songs are like. Is it 16? It's oh, about 17. 17. 17, yeah. Yeah, so. 17 is a bonus track. Okay. To my last breath. Um, but I, I, there's been a lot of albums lately that I end off by saying I have nothing bad to say. We might need to get back to Hayden. Let's do it. Okay, yeah. I mean, of course, we're not going to do it on the Nas album. There's nothing to hate on. But um, yeah, moving forward. Moving forward, yeah. I, I remember the days that we would come like trash. That fucking sucks. I'm not listening to this shit. You shouldn't listen to it either. Fuck it. Yeah. But yeah, well, I'm back to it. Like if if an album's not hidden, I'm telling y'all, I'm I'm not going with them. Sticking with love, mm-hmm. and I'll just tell y'all, listen and see for yourself. Nah, it's bad. But I can't say that about Nas. This is amazing. This is going to be a 2023 Grammy nominee. He's already put his slot in for that. Yep. Of course. 
the uh, the Grammy nominations for 2022 come out tomorrow, so he won't be eligible for this. But um, just to take a second, Kari, who are we expecting to see on Rap Album of the Year? Um, it's for this year, right? Yeah. So just like we said, I think we'll see Pusha T. Yeah, we'll see Pusha T. We'll see Kendrick. We'll see Kendrick. Who else is, would be up for rap? That's a good question. Honestly, I know they probably won't because of the situation going on. Gunna deserves a Grammy nomination this year. Okay. DS4 was entirely too monumental, too big too for big, the yeah. first quarter of, of 2022. Niggas pushing P was... Pushing P was everywhere. It was everywhere yeah. and yeah. everything. What was the other song called where niggas did the dance with the... She banking on banking on me. Mm, she banking, banking on, on me. I'm the bank. Crazy, yeah, man, just crazy. <clears throat> um, but who else? Gonna push a T. That's Kendrick. what. DJ Khaled dropped an album. The Game dropped an album. Um, they may throw Khaled in there. I'm really trying to think about rap albums that came out this year. But I, I it, it's not or ones that would actually be nominated. Yeah, Grammy nomination contenders. God don't make mistakes. Conway the Machine. Um, Ramona Park broke my heart. Vince Staples. Okay, that that probably gets dominated. Oh, Vince Staples. Yeah, yeah. Vince Vince Staples has gotten his name to he's, the point yeah, he's where everywhere. he's he's too big. He's yeah. huge. Yeah, he probably gets nominated. And I wouldn't say that he's undeserving. He no, nah, he deserves it for sure. Oh, that's not to take away from the talent, Corey. At all. Come home, the kids miss you, Jack Harlow. Oh shit! Of course. Oh, this nigga's gonna come for everything this year. They gonna get that little nigga everything, man. He's gonna be nominated for every um, award. Two thousand. Joey Badass. That's a good one. DS Forever needs a. I'm sorry. If we're going through all of these, unless they give seven 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 by Lotto a Grammy nomination, which they probably will. Lotto's. They're probably gonna let Lotto come clean shit up. <clears throat> Traumazine, um, Megan Thee Stallion, but that was that didn't have too much promotion. Nah, I think they was counting that more as a mixtape, anyways. So I'm looking for certain albums like God Did, DS Forever, Come Home, The Kids Miss You, uh, Ramona Park, Broke My Heart, um, Kendrick's shit. Who else did we say shit before that? You say Push, already? Push, yeah, from that bucket. Mm-hmm. Other than that, yeah, that's a good bucket though. I'll say that at least just for the competition. If I'm a a judge, is that what they're called, or a voter on that? Something like that. Com- the committee council. The, um, what is it? The board. The music academy or some shit like that. Whatever the fuck they call themselves. But if I was a part of that group, um, I would have to really think about that decision when it comes to the, like. That's not just an easy. You know, sometimes you can just be like, oh yeah, this nigga's his year was so big, he immediately gets it. Like, of course. We could still look at Kendrick like that just because of the comeback, but I think there's more of a conversation that needs to have needs to been have there with those artists that are in that. What I will say is I love Jack Harlow. We're gonna have another Macklemore year upon us if if Pusha T and Kendrick Lamar get nominated for some sort of fucking Grammy and Jack Harlow were to take home album of the year. He's not winning rap album of the year, bro. That would be Fucking crazy. Kendrick Lamar is gonna win. He's gonna win rap album of the year. He's yeah. gonna sweep. I figured so. The too. rap categories. I'm just trying to, you know, act yeah. like it. But yeah, I figured that they're not doing that to Kendrick twice. Uh, no, fuck. <laughs> you right. Yo, imagine if Jack took this. <clears throat> Kendrick would never make. You want to put a guy into retirement? That's how you put Kendrick Lamar <laughs> into retirement. If he don't win best rap 
album of the year, he's never making another album. No, no cap. Imagine niggas aren't grateful. It could go to Lotto. If once again, like I said, if Jack wins, I don't give a fuck who it goes to. But if it goes to Jack, that's gonna be some shit. It's politics though. I get Uh, it. Five year old dropped an album. Corday from a bird's eye view. Think he's getting a (laughs) (laughs) Cardi didn't want to look over here when I said (laughs) that shit. I love bro, but why you... I can tell he was pissed off when I said it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <clears throat> We're out of Nas. Glorilla, her EP. Yep. Anyways, life great. Push still good. Mm-hmm. Her, her album's out, or EP, yep. project, mixtape. Extended playlist. Yeah, so we, we were both correct. You know, um, I said about like six to eight songs. You said 10 and it ended up being nine songs that, you know, we got total. Happy um, medium. I think it was six new songs in total because she put Tomorrow on there, Tomorrow 2, you know, the one she did with Cardi B, the remix. FNF. FNF. And then, of course, Bless, the uh, last single that was out. So uh, six new songs, man. But what I will say, it was basically everything that we, you know, kind of expected it to be. We said that there was going to be mainly still her being on that same type of sound that she's given us with those first three. And it was. And it was. But she also explored other avenues, like other beats. That's why I was excited to hear this playlist, this EP, because of course we know she can rap, but all of the beats that we have heard are just like trap, trap, go hard, super fast, turn all the way up. There's, there's a few other songs on here where it kind of slows down a little bit. She's still rapping hard, but the beat is slower. What was that slower when that was your favorite? Because that happens to be my favorite so far now i need mm-hmm. to spin this over again but that's my favorite so far so that one's the intro number one is called no more love oh my yeah. goodness so like you said that's just a slower beat she's still getting her everything off her chest still rapping hard still has the deep voice whatever you want to call it but she's on a slower beat and that just lets me know that they're going to continue to be creative with her she's going to continue to learn you know the type of artist that she is learn her sound and she's going to be here to stay glorilla's not going anywhere um, I fuck with those types of tracks just because they're showing real versatility. And if all we're hearing is the turn up shit, of course we love it. We need to hear that type of mm-hmm. shit because this is gonna show whether you can whether you can progress or not, because yep. the same type of style is not gonna work forever. Right. Um when Cardi B came out with that uh Be Careful after that whole offset shit, I was like, Oh, she's for real. Like right. she's She's gonna do it. They had the the Bartier, Cardi, all that shit already. They had Bodak Yellow. Yeah. But when that one came out, I was like, oh, she's she's like that. Yeah, she's um, there. She's mainstream. I listened to Joe say a while back, and that started a whole fucking rift on social media. We even talked about it for a second. Um, that he had seen Lil Wayne go crazy forever and ever. But when he heard him drop How to Love, it was like, oh, you can jump in that bag. Yeah, when you can cross over different sounds, you know, like you said, be more versatile, that puts you in a game where you can last for years. When she jumped in that bag, it's going right back to what you said, ending your uh, your sentence off. I'm like, oh, she's sticking through this shit. Like, she's she's versatile. Like, she can jump in another bag and make an entirely different mixtape just like that if she wanted to mm-hmm. because she's good at it mm-hmm. and it just goes back to like we said uh with the way that cmg has continued to just roll out glorilla the way that we have the world been presented glorilla we had the the breakout viral sensational fnf go crazy mm-hmm. then they continued to give us two more songs she was able to get cardi b she gave us bless they give us an ep she knocks the ep out the park 
and then they're gonna drop an album sometime next year where we get a full Glorilla experience. They're setting her up to win. Basically, is what I'm saying. That's what I like. Uh, what CMG is doing, like she's being set up for success for sure. Um, I already knew she was in probably some of the best hands in in rap. Or right now, if we're not talking a major label, because I don't even think a major label has your best interest at hand. Yo Gotti has the best interest at hand for anybody in the rap game right now. I mean, if it ain't him, it's P. Everything they're doing with uh with Glorillas was right, and I think even that's why her her next home girl that just got signed. She's over with P. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for everything she's got for it. That song that you said that was the favorite out of it uh, for both of us, that was track one. Track one, like I said, it's called uh, No More Love. Um, the outro as well, that one is another slower beat. That one's called Out Loud Thinking. I also like that one. But um, I do want to talk about what they're pushing as the, the next you know, breakout single, the song Nut Quick. We talked about it as well. We had heard a preview before the EP came out. Um, yes, they dropped a video, you know, to go along with the EP dropping for Nut Quick. So that's going to be, like I said, the one that, that they are pushing. But um, the lyrics in that song, man, like the ladies are going to go crazy with this song. Holy fuck. All right. I thought listening to Trina, I was getting some of the wildest lyrics I've ever heard. Glorilla dropped an abortion line <laughs> on the intro. About herself. Yeah. She did. Oh, my God. She got personal, man. She said she got pregnant last year, but Mm -hmm. she aborted that mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did get personal on the album, uh, on the EP. Um, Too personal? No, no, it's not for me to say. If she wanted to say that, Mm -hmm. that's up for her to say. Yeah, for sure. And one thing, um, because I kind of read up on an interview that she had as well. She said the reason why... She continues to make songs and is going to continue to make songs where she is being as vulnerable, um, like you mentioned, is other women is aren't going to speak to But she she said when she created FNF, first off, she was high off her ass. She wants to make that clear. So she's never going to stop smoking weed. She said fire. I'm, um, not, I'm not either. So but she was like that. That was just her being herself. The music video. We talked about it. How it's just her and her ratchet ass friends. Uh, there's no. Nobody's dressed up. There's no makeup. You know, people didn't even have time to get ready. They just came as they were. And she says, because she was able to have so much success from that song, that's how she's going to continue to be as she makes music. So I expect us to get more songs where, you know, she is more open, things like that. But it was crazy to hear that. I was like, damn, I was blown away by that line. She also says she wants to be the voice of the women. So, I mean, I can understand why a lot of this stuff is going to have to come out. It's important for sure. Uh, I like it. Love it. Like the tape. Love it. Love it. I love Glorilla. Glorilla is the first rapper I've seen, or the first female rapper I've seen, be widely accepted by the male audience, and not for image, for rapping skills. Like that's important too. Everything that I see from the guys about Glorilla is that she's killing it. I've been seeing niggas call her Big Brother. <laughs> Big bro. Uh yeah, big bro, shit like that. Yeah. Um, they gotta stop. That. But it's about the rapping, like that. She's it's because of her voice. That yeah, they're yeah, saying of course, that, of course, um, of course. But it's because she's killing it. She's a spitter, yeah. bar wise. And that's even when we first, you know, discovered her. When everybody, when she blew up, I said the same thing. You said the same thing yep. too. We were like, bro, she's rapping her ass off. Her voice is distinct. Her voice is different, so that's gonna separate her. Like you know, she she has it. 
She's got it. You either have it or you don't. Here we go. Another prime example. I like seeing her win, though. Me too, man. I love it. Glorilla's fine as fuck. (laughs) All right. We we can go ahead and get on out of here. Blue. Blue dropped this track. I see you put Young here. That's crazy. Blue. Because, no. Blue. Because Apple still has it like that. So I'm thinking maybe, maybe, bro, is still going by it. Do they really still have it? Is yeah, because I'm thinking at this point, that's something Blue would have had taken care of. So maybe he doesn't. Maybe he slapped the young. No, he put here. this back. He put it back. It's back. So because okay. I remember looking at this last week. It was Blue, all caps. Okay. So obviously the young Blue title is back. His album Tantra, or Tantra, my apologies, has dropped. Um, 17 songs, not too much for me. There's hits on here already. I remember the walkthrough fire with Neo. Um, but I haven't gotten all the way through this or uh, finished the album. I need to get into it. I think you said the same thing. Yeah, I wasn't able to uh, to play this over the weekend, but there was another song that I saw he had with Lil Wayne. It's called Soul Child. I am looking forward to hearing that one because I know Wayne probably went crazy. Um, but yeah, we, we had heard the one with Neo. He had another song out as well. Yeah, Loving Away with oh, Nicki yeah, Minaj. With Nicki, yeah. I love that one. He's got a track with Kelly Rowland. I, I want to hear that, that too. Ooh, okay. French Montana also on there. Uh, so yeah. Fabio. Fabio. Lucky Day. Yeah, man, we're going to check that out. You know, we, we've been following Blue's career since the jump. We told y'all. For the very beginning. Very beginning. Blue Vandross, 2018, man, we was there. So just to see him still, you know, continue to to um, to strive in the game, man. He, he's, you know, been having success. His last album, I believe it was called Moon Boy, mm-hmm. came out either last year or the year before. That album, I loved it when it came out. So um, he's still on that same kind of vibe. I see there's another moon, a person in, in an yep. astronaut suit on the album cover. So he's still on that same vibe. I guess that's just his his kind of mantra thing there. But um, I love it, bro. Shout out to Blue. Um, but we'll have more to say about that, like we said on Thursday when we, you know, when I get to actually listen and finish the project. Only thing I'm gonna say about him is he's gotten to the point where um, there's a few different artists we say this about: Ty Dolla Sign, Chris Brown. I can't I can't think of the one that we say um, really does it every single time. Oh, uh, YG. Blue is a person that now I'm I'm 100% a go for everything that he's ready to drop. If Blue wants to drop, I'm willing to hear it because everything that he drops sounds good. He knows how to make music work at this point, and he's learned the ins and outs of, oh, this sounds good. This sounds good with this. This sounds perfect. Put it on this. Put it with that. Mm-hmm. Match it with this. Match it with that. This sounds musically correct. He makes music that every track sounds correct. So anything he puts out, I'm willing to listen to. So that review will be on Thursday. <clears throat> Moving on to uh, singles. Rihanna's back again, again. <laughs> back again, again. Right. <laughs> Her new track, Born Again. That's also another track from the Black Panther 2 uh, soundtrack. Yep, yep. That's out now. The movie's out now. Yeah, man. Were you able to catch it over the weekend? No. Not only did I not want to be in the mix of every single African-American person ever. Um, <laughs> not ever. Every if, no, if you were black, you were you were at you the were box office at, yeah, this you were weekend. Probably at the theaters for sure. Um, and I'm not a person for crowded places like that these days. Um, I'll watch Black Panther when it's a little when it's died down. Yeah, maybe week yeah. two or three, or week two is going to be insane too. Week three or four, maybe I'll sneak in on a on a Thursday afternoon. Yeah, or try to go like I said, if you're able to get a day during the week, go earlier in the day. As well, it's a Thursday afternoon. I'm just saying, but I don't know your schedule. Um, I don't know. You say afternoon. I said earlier in the day, like morning time. Oh, you're you're breakfast matinee. <laughs> I 
was gonna say, yeah, catch a matinee for real. Yeah, the, it, don't, it don't be nobody at the matinees. Anything before five matinee, you know? That's it what is I mean. oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know matinee time. My fault. Yeah, anything anything before five, you get you a little five dollar ticket. Go for right sure. in there. For They're sure. still gonna charge you thirty eight fifty for a popcorn and a drink, but yep, twenty dollars for nachos, ten dollars for candy. It's gonna be fourteen fifty if you want one chicken strip. <laughs> Fuck. Four dollars if you want barbecue sauce with the shit. Yeah. Um, but no, I haven't seen Black Panther. I'm sure. Um I saw news reports about it. Everybody was lined up. There were people dressed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I haven't been out. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that because going back to when the first one came out, I believe the year was twenty eighteen. Black Panther. Twenty eighteen, yes. Eighteen. Um, you remember how our people showed up and showed out at the theaters when that first one came out? I remember people were dressed up in daishikis. People had fried chicken plates, tomato plates. <laughs> no, 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 like, no, 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 like, no, no. You're lying about the fried chicken plates, right? <laughs> nah, bro. Niggas was lined up doing crazy shit to go see Black Panther. So uh, I didn't really see that this time around. It was like a million man march for us. Well, it's man, it's a little lackluster still because Chadwick Boseman is not here. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not as much hype around Black Panther 2 as there would have been if there would have been a Black Panther. Yeah, for sure. I, I, of course, it's still something that's big, but I know what you mean. The impact that he had, he was he was Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? Like, without Chad, that's why I'm so um, anxious to see this, because I want to see, like, what are we doing post? It's in limbo right now. Yeah. yeah, like, I don't even know. that. That's the reason why, to me, it's not as popular, because we don't even know if there's a Black Panther. I think there is. Remember, because we said in, in the trailer that there's a Black Panther, but I don't know who it is. There's a Black Panther, though. I can. I think I'm confirming that. We saw it in the trailer. It's not Killmonger? Released. We don't know. I don't know. Gotta wait to see it. Did Michael B. Jordan come back for that movie? No? I don't know. All I know is Lapita is still there, and she looks amazing. You seen <laughs> Angela Bassett's there. But you seen the way Lapita been looking lately, boy. Boy, boy, I love Lapita. No, I haven't seen it. Man, she looks amazing, but... Um, no, nah, bro. Like, like you said, I agree. Though um, I wanted to avoid the crowd. I was busy, anyways. But if I if I wasn't, I wouldn't have went this weekend either. I don't like to be overcrowded situations like that either. So I'm gonna give it some time to rest. But uh, just going back to the song, though, this is the second track that we've gotten from Rihanna, "Born Again." Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about the track? Uh, I love it. Rihanna's voice hasn't changed a bit. Um, any glimpse of Rihanna's voice that I get to hear these days. I saved the track immediately. This is the second one. Um, I like Lift Me Up better. Lift Me Up is is the one for me. It just has a little more oomph to it. Um, this keeps the same calm vibe the entire time. Lift Me Up does too, but the octaves change, I guess, a little bit on Lift Me Up. This one kind of stays the same. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. I, I think I like Lift Me Up more, but um, this one's still great. It's still just great yeah. to, to hear Rihanna. I feel the same way, like, I was just excited because we didn't talk about this on Thursday because it wasn't announced. This was a surprise drop when you uh, when Friday morning hit. So I saw this and I'm like, oh, shit, we got another song from Rihanna. So I'm just that big of a fan where I don't care what she's dropping right now. It's been six years since we've gotten tracks, you know, so um, I love it, man. Born Again sounds good. Of course, we know it's for the Black Panther movie, like we said. So it's going to continue to ring for the rest of this year. But. Looking forward to just uh, continuing to hear Rihanna music, man. You know, she's coming with the Super Bowl in February. Uh, we were kind of talking in pre-production about her album possibly coming out. You were saying that this is not enough. What were you saying? You had- <clears throat> um, I was I was really just saying that this is warming up her season. Okay. She, she could be dropping something, but 
I don't want to say something, get anybody's hopes up. I don't have anything <laughs> on fucking Rihanna's album coming out. Right, um, right. For all I know, it could be two or three more years before she drops anything else for us. Yeah. But from what it looks like, she's on the way. Sometime next year. And yes, this is just a soundtrack, but most artists use big soundtracks as fuel. Oh, yeah. This is this is more than likely fuel. Yeah. If you have two big tracks like this and the Super Bowl coming up next, like not next month, but two months from now. Whatever. Three. But <laughs> February. Yeah. I had to keep adding four. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it could be. Could not. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll find out. Only time will tell with somebody like Rihanna. Lil TJ. He dropped a track called Give You What You Want. Man, yeah. So um, this was one of the drops over the weekend that I was super excited to hear as well. We told y'all on Thursday. It's my favorite single of the week. Yeah, single. Yeah. We, 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 we talked on Thursday just about, you know, how we feel about where he's at right now as far as where he stands, you know, post, you know, his shooting and things like that. Um, but this track, man, Lil TJ is, is so good at his craft. His sound is so different. There's nobody that sounds like Lil TJ. And that's why I think his success is going to be so great for him, bro. Like, nobody raps like him. No. Like, um, and I'm not even making a joke. He raps like he just got shot. He has kind of like a raspy. <laughs> his raspy, voice, like, yeah. la- like, I fuck with the lazy sound mm-hmm. of his voice. Like, right. I'm not even trying to. He doesn't rap lazy. Mm-hmm. But the, the tone of his voice sounds like, uh, fuck it. Like, it's lazy almost. Like, uh, I... I don't even want to do this like, here, uh, to here. I didn't really even want to rap, but I'm good at this shit. But I'm shit. just so good at it. Like, I was gifted. God gave me this. I'm just going to use it. So fuck it. Yeah, for sure. The sample, I'm, I'm not 100% sure if that was made for this song or if that's a previous sample on Give You What You Want. Oh, the beginning of that track, the vocals behind it, that's amazing. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. It sets the tone for the track, like, to the point where... Lil TJ didn't even have to put in much effort for this to be an amazing track. He, of course, he's rapping his ass off, but it didn't even have to be yeah. that good because the beat and the melody set for itself. Mm-hmm. The beat was crazy, man. Super crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, this just continues to show that Lil TJ is just, you know, he's proven, he's continuing to prove to us that, um, you know, he's one of the best guys, one of the best young artists that's, that's out in the game right now. We, we've talked about where he stands in his city, New York. Of course, we can always say that Fabio, just from the type of music that he makes, that sturdy movement right he's now. He's standing at the top. He's the king of New York, you know, but right above him competing, looking up, waiting for him to slip up is little TJ. Yeah. He's the biggest thing over there. And, um, it's going to continue to just move over where we look at the entire game, the landscape, the industry, Lil TJ is going to be recognized as one of those guys. Lil T, this is Lil TJ's for the taking. Lil TJ needs to be protected. Number one, he for sure has an album on the way. Like that's that is undoubted. Like Lil TJ has an album on the way. Um, number two, if you think about yes, the Bible album from um, Fabio Form was good. It was really good. But if you think about the style of music that he makes, it's all drill. If you think about Lil TJ, Lil TJ can bounce in between drill. He he doesn't have to make drill at all. The majority of his music is not drill. He's real feelings. Mm-hmm. It could be feelings. It could be street. He can get with J. Cole and Boss. He can do the pop thing. He can he, go be with Polo G. He can do it all. He can do a lot, yep. So 
yeah, give it just a little more time. I, I don't even think it'll be more than three years. Lil TJ is going to head up New York rap. Yeah, easily. It's obvious. Like, easily. I can't think of anybody even coming out of New York that could give TJ a run for his money. Mm-hmm. He's the best out of New York right now. Yeah. I mean, unless you want to talk about some of the older cats that are still in their 20s to early 30s, like a, a Joey Badass. ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Those are solidified goats. We talking about the new nigga about to run this. It's going to be Lil TJ. Mm-hmm. Protect that young man. That's all I'm going to say. <clears throat> if we speaking of new new tracks, uh, changes in rap, Rod Wave. He's yeah. back. Yeah, man. He returned. He gave us a song. It's called Break My Heart. This is surprisingly different and great. Super great. Uh, yeah. This was another drop that, you know, I didn't know was coming. I'm just looking through things. I see Rod Wave and I see a lot of people talking about this track. So mm-hmm. I'm like, let me check it out. Let me see, what, you know, what's going on. And like you stated, man, as soon as it comes on, it's a different beat that I'm not even used to with Rod Wave. So I knew it was going to sound different. And then he gets on the track and it's a different flow. He's not doing a lot of the the singing and the melodies and the humming. There's really no singing. He's just rapping. I was going to say he's literally just rapping. Like usually you can hear him as soon as he gets no, no, Start no, 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 all the words are broken up. It's just his voice talking. Like mm-hmm. it's it's different, but different. you know it's Rod Wave, but it's kinda like, is it him? I like this. Yeah, it sounded great, man. I, I don't have any complaints. Um, you know, whether or not he changes his sound, because this is a conversation that we have spoken about. He said he was done I was gonna say. with the heartbreak rap. <laughs> right. The he, sad shit. He said no right. more sad ass albums. We we spoke about that, so maybe this is it. Maybe this is him transitioning to a new style, a new sound of rap for his career moving forward. Okay. I mean, if it is, I'm, I'm okay with it, bro. This sound nice. Uh, break my heart. It sounded cool. And I mean, the, the nigga is talented. We've always said that. So whatever route he decides to take, whether it's sad music or not, I think he can still make that shit sound good because he has that much talent. Right, football. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably football. I ain't a lot. Facts. Uh, but no, yeah, he's got what it takes to be a uh, an elite rapper, yeah, an star. elite sing, uh, or an elite singer. Yeah, for sure. For I have sure. no doubt in Rod Wave, and he's got the people behind him too. So, <clears throat> where are we moving with next? Are we in the news? Yeah, moving out of music. Ah, <sighs> take off. Yeah, man, his funeral was um, over the weekend, Friday. Friday, yes. Friday, eleven, eleven. There were so many videos and pictures of Takeoff's last ride through atlanta um there were helicopters that were filming his last ride through the city um drones cameras everything all the way down to the actual arena um this was a really 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 big event like i laying laying take off the rest is going to be something that the hip-hop community remembers forever forever man Uh, i'm getting chills thinking like yeah, saying just it saying that for sure because um we're definitely gonna always this that was a moment we're gonna talk about this you know where were you you know when takeoff was buried this when takeoff died like yeah, that's yeah that's that's a moment for how did off. you find out like mm-hmm. that that waking up moment i remember yeah, that forever forever dude that was the same way like shit. even though people don't see it as the biggest thing the moment nip passed like where i found out mm-hmm. nipsey passed mm-hmm. oh i remember that forever like mm-hmm. i i just turned my my service back on from the plane yep. i'm looking at this i'm like when i got on the plane 
I had just got word that Nipsey had been shot. Yep. Nothing to me. That's nothing to me. He's a L.A. gangster nigga. Yeah, it could happen. Oh, he got shot. I get off the plane. He's dead. Oh, my goodness. The same thing with this. Like, I woke up that morning. Takeoffs. That I, I wake up this Friday morning. or I, I get on my phone. It's just the limos riding him through the city. I'm yeah. Like, it, just, it just puts it, you know, of course, we know it's real. It's always been real since day one. But when you see the funeral, when you see the casket, when you see everybody dressing up for their support, when you see videos get leaked out of Quavo's speech, Offset, offset speech, speech you know, Offset broke down crying. You see him break down crying. It, it just it hurts more. You know, you start to it just like you said, it gives you chills in certain situations, man. And it just puts it into perspective. Like like I said before, this is just a huge loss for hip hop, man. Like this is one of those where they're going to talk about it for years because this was the biggest group that we've ever saw. And it just didn't end the right way. We didn't get to see them grow old. You know, it's just certain things. Just like you're saying, you, you want to see. You want to see Migos get inducted to the Rolling Stone like the, the Music Hall of, of Fame. Fame. Yeah, you want to see shit like that. You, you want to see you want to see them get their lifetime achievement award at the BET Awards you know or, or shit like that. Because they're you, going to get it. They were going to oh, get. Oh, they're it. gonna get it anyway. Man. It's just <laughs> yeah. You see, you want to see them be forty and fifty and do um bad and bougie on the fucking stage. Like oh my it, God. it's imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that, man. Um, but you know the the service, like we said, it looked amazing. I just start started. I want to give it a shout out to the family. You know, QC, the city, Atlanta, Georgia. Um, it looks like everything was handled the correct way. Absolutely, and, absolutely. Um, and takeoff was laid to rest in the most peaceful way. Um, you know, I saw something on the internet. I don't know if you believe in this, but I want to bring it up. It's, you know, I hear things like this um, all the time. But you know, people have their grandma, and you know, your grandma have her remedies or things that she believes in. Um, but it was 11-11. It rained. Also, you know, on that day at his funeral. That's one of those things. But like, you you know what I'm getting at. Man, it just. You know what I'm getting at. All I was saying was when it rained, it's, it's a thing that like. That's what I'm saying. There was no rain in sight. Yep. The morning you wake up on that funeral morning, it's a cloudy ass rainy day. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just something about that funeral day that it's raining. Like. Damn it, man. They say that's how you know the Lord with you, that he got you. Word? Yeah, that's what I saw. That's why I wanted to bring it up. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's I that was my first time hearing that as well. That was like that's how you know that, you know, he he's he's going to heaven. Basically, you know? every single funeral I've been to, except for one, and that was the like a uh, most recent one that I've been to. Um man, it just sucks. Just wake up, it's just that cloudy ass, dreary rainy day and it's like man the sun just knows when not to come out yeah um was it a cloudy day on a rainy day on takeoffs uh-huh it rained in Atlanta that day damn that's crazy yeah man yeah, it surely did uh but yeah once again just you know prayers to the family condolences rest in peace to take off for, yeah forever uh, forever con- condolences man. to the family it's crazy that we're putting this situation away or this I'm sure it's not going away because they still have to apprehend who did what, where. Um, and this is a bowling alley, so that they have cameras. So I don't know why this is taking so long. But um, more news will come from that. But it sucks to, to have to put to bed. Migos. In a Migos, sense. yeah, in a sense, or talking about takeoff. Um, but, yeah, rest in peace, takeoff. Um, 
condolences to the family, friends of the family, everyone around that situation. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and move on. Future, who is originally named Nadavius Demon Wilburn, mm-hmm. he's changed his last name Wilburn to Cash. <laughs> so he is now Nadavius Demon Cash. Shout out Cash. Um, so Future Cash. <clears throat> Future Cash. Um, I like it. You know what I'm saying? He he said he's been getting to his bag lately, so I'm going to change my name to Cash. Is that what he quoted? Like, I'm nah, getting nah. to this bag lately? I mean, he didn't just say it like that, but he said bag secured because, you know, he sold his catalog for $75 million. That's been confirmed. I forgot. it. We talked about that, didn't we? We, we kind of brought it up, but he confirmed it. Okay. He, he confirmed it, you know, himself. He posted on Instagram his story, like I said, saying bag secured. So that's why he's feeling like that. He's feeling like cash, man. He also recently bought a $16 million property in Miami, straight cash. Who were they selling these these music rights to? Or like these catalogs? Who knows, man? I think sometimes, like, I know some of them are selling them back to their record label. Yeah. But um, I'm just, I'm just curious to know who, who yeah. they're going to. It'd be like that. Sometimes it'd be like them private groups. Yeah. You I know? And that's the, yeah, I know why you're getting at that because that can get scary when you, because who are these private groups? You know, <laughs> and and what are they doing with the masters? Why do you want my masters so bad? All oh, these niggas know they they really need to give me two hundred million for it. And you know, but I get what you're saying. Like that's that's a question that we need to ask. Like, who are you guys, and why do you want it so bad? You know, what do you see that we don't see coming? There's some certain things that once some, 2023 comes and we start doing our exclusive content shit, there there little there's little episodes we're gonna get into digging certain shit. That that's, that's one, one of them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like a good conversation. Who, who are we selling these masters and these rights and these likeness, these NILs to? Yeah, absolutely. But uh, but Cash Money, Future Cash Money, bro. I like it. If he's gonna be, you know, big. is that his name, Future Cash Money? Nah, I'm, I'm putting the Cash Money. I'm on like, there what myself. the fuck, Future Cash? Okay, but if that's what he wants to go by moving forward, he's getting to the bag, man. Have hey. at it. I was gonna say if we can call Diddy Love, we can call Future Cash. <laughs> right. I'm gonna respect it. We just talked about blue. That's my apologies. Apple had it, you know, not updated for me. But I know your name is Blue. I'm gonna call you Blue. No, they put it back to Young Blue on here. That's what I was saying. Oh, you, they did. I think that oh, I Blue has said. changed his name back to Young wow, Blue. I wanna bad. I wanna check IG. Is his name back to Young Blue on IG? Because if his name is back to Young Blue. I thought you had said that um it wasn't earlier when we spoke on it. That's my fault. Well, he he just says blue on here, but um no, it had gone back to. I remember seeing it on social media as blue or on Apple as blue. I do too. When he dropped, when the singles were coming out, it did say blue. Yeah, and now it's back to it. Yeah. So um, it's back to it on mine as well. So it's not just yours that okay. hasn't updated. He's gotcha. changed his name back. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I was just bringing him up, but but future cash. I'm gonna call you cash moving forward, man. Shout out. Um, since we're talking about cash, can we talk about how Bobby Schmurter hasn't received his? Let's this is this is another testament to the rap game, and we're talking about artists selling their catalogs, mm-hmm. which means they owned it. This is why you gotta own shit. That's why you gotta own shit. That's why we always, uh, you know, we always preach ownership. If anybody wants to go the independent route, we always talk about this before. We understand why some artists choose to go with a label. We know why. But if you ever choose to go independent, trust me, I understand you. In this one instance, I I have to give Bobby the benefit of the doubt, though. Why is that? This is your breakout record. This is your first record. You probably have no 
no intelligence or knowledge on how this music game works. All you know is you got a hit record on your hands. The label wants to pick it up and they're going to turn you into a, a rich star. Yeah. They're going to turn you into a millionaire. You have no idea that they're going to make $100 million off of it. So the story goes, Bobby Shmurda in 2014 drops Hot Nigga. This gets picked up by the label. The label ends up making over $100 million from it. Is this Atlantic that, that was doing that? No, nah, it was Epic. Epic, that's who it was. Yeah. He's he's still in that deal with Epic. Mm-hmm. Um, so he got signed to Epic. They picked up Hot Nigga and they picked up his first joint. Um, he ends up making $100 million off of Hot Nigga. Or the label does. The label, potentially, allegedly. Allegedly. You know, when you look at royalties, when you look at, you know, streams now, just everything that goes along with the total package of the song. How much the actual song is made in total, yeah. Right, right, right. Said potentially 100 million. And then, like you said, they said he's only received from that. Not even a whole million. Not even a million. Eight to $900,000 is what he's received off of that. So, of course, he's a millionaire based off of the other records that he has out. Um, Things coming in from other songs, brand deals, shit like that. But for my biggest record to have made a hundred million dollars, and I never saw one tenth of it. That's the ugly part of the game that we always talk about. Where um, going back to what you say, explaining Bobby's situation, I wanted to get his age um, at that time, twenty fourteen. He was twenty years old. Okay, he was twenty years old. When That's he's a going, kid. Yeah, exactly. When he's going through that situation, you know, he blows up. He's on top of the world. You get into these rooms. Where there's people who really don't have your best interests in mind. They may sound like it, but they're literally, you know, fucking you over from day I was, one. I was going to say, fuck might not have your best interest at heart. Oh, they are in that room to manipulate you. From day one. From they, day one. They are in that room to make sure you are okay with accepting the minimum while we take the maximum. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, <clears throat> somebody, you know, our community... We big numbers excite us. We never had shit. Exactly. When you you get it out the mud, big numbers excite you. When they put an advance, a hundred thousand dollar advance on your table, two hundred shit like that, and you're broke as shit, you take it. You know what I'm saying? But you're not looking at the 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 long game. You're not looking at in the long run where you know it comes back to bite you. You're looking at right now. So of course they know that the labels know that. So that's why they present it that way. And the labels always are going to present you the numbers. In the event that you recoup. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, that, they're not they're not going to show you the numbers if you don't recoup. Yeah, man. And they've done it a thousand times over <clears throat> as well. You're not the first nigger, like we like to say. My bad. I ain't have to say it. You're not the first nigger that we've had in here, though. But if, but if Hot Nigga made $100 million and he never got to drop an album, he recouped. Yeah. <laughs> again and again. And again and again and again, which is why at, at this point, if I'm Bobby Schmurda, I'm mad I've made $900,000 from a $100 million record. Absolutely, man. He even said himself, of course, you know, from the song, everything that comes from the song, you know, the appearances, the concerts. Got to appreciate that. Yeah, because he's he's gotten bread from that. So turn to a star off of what you did for me. Yes. Right. He's gotten millions from that song. But from the song itself, he hasn't made a million dollars. That's. That's, that's a problem. Right. That's yeah, a problem. That's though. not right. That's like if I'm a an author and my best selling book never made a million dollars, but I've gone on to make every other book that made a million, but somehow the best selling one's not a million. Yeah, it's not right. Hoochie Daddy shouldn't be making me more money than Hot Nigga is. Yeah, because he said from the song Hot Nigga itself on YouTube, I don't know how many views it has, but I, I would oh, bet it's, it's 
over 10 million he said he makes no money from that song yes he said he makes no youtube money like that's not fair well that's what happens <laughs> when the label controls the content yeah or when they crazy. put that shit in the deal and we just get the writing in the fine print man you just write your name here it's yeah. not he's not actually signing it's just writing your name <laughs> <laughs> you're john hancock yeah like just write your name on that line it, yeah. i promise it won't count as a signature that's funny <clears throat> Where are we at with the next? We in these shoes? We in these sh- lying ass shoe niggas? Yeah, man. We moving on to Stock X. So Stock X will no longer be guaranteeing that their shoes are authentic. Now, if you're not familiar with Stock X, Stock X is a uh, an apparel company, an apparel reselling company. Mm-hmm. Whether it's clothes or shoes, um, everything on there. You can get PlayStation. I was gonna say you could buy an Xbox. Um, TVs They got a lot But the Xbox and PlayStation Is not really what you have to be worried about In this instance Just because If if you accept a, a fake Xbox You probably are just stupid Yeah I don't think you should be buying that shit online Like that anyways Yeah no You should make your way into a store Yeah But when it comes to reselling sneakers Reselling t-shirts Reselling jeans Things like that That's become widely widely popular On StockX uh, It's already been widely popular on the internet um, they used to go by a procedure or process where they validated your shoes, made sure they were real um, or that they're not counterfeit or fake before they were able to be purchased and sent out on the on the actual platform. They've gotten rid of that. So from here on out, it doesn't matter if your shoes are fake or not. You can present them as the authentic shoe and run them on StockX. Am I correct? Yeah, because um, I don't know if you remember, you know, over the over the year, really, there were a lot of reports that there were um, some fakes that were getting past their so-called 100 percent great verification system. Yep. I forgot about that. So this is really what this is, um, you know, spawning from spawning from. So um, it's weird to see that, man, because, you know, when you when you get shoes from StockX, they see, you know, the shoe, it has a little tag on it, the verify tag. So for them to now moving forward, basically, they're going to remove that on the website, like you said. So the shoes were no longer, say, verified, authentic, 100 percent. It'll just say what condition the shoe is in. So if it's in a good condition, bad condition, whatever, that's all that it will say. Um, And that's just like I said, a direct effect from all of the replica shoes that are being made that are getting passed through these online systems, these so-called verification systems that these guys are using. Um, well, these fakes are too good these days. Yeah, it's fucking up the shoe game, dog. It's honestly to the point where the fakes look exactly like the real shoes. Facts, facts, and and I mean, if that's what you do, do what you do. I'm not even mad at you these days because no, you really, because you really can't tell unless you right up on you. And these retail shoes are expensive as hell, so right, I, I'm right. not mad at that's y'all. That's why I'm saying, bro, the shoe game's so different. I hate it, bro. But yeah, if if you if you got to wear the fakes, bro, do it. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> for real, because if it looked the same. Back then, growing up, sometimes like for us, oh, the fakes the, looked vastly different. Right, the fakes looked fake. You were getting clowned exactly that's for the, the fakes back that's in the, the day. Point, yeah, that's the point I'm making. Like we would get on your ass. So now, if nigga want to wear immediately, fake and you can't tell, wear that shit. Especially if you're getting it for the low. Yeah, you getting B grades. Who cares? You don't know it's a B grade. And all you got to tell them niggas is like, these are the early ones. These are the early joints. Yeah, man, these ain't out yet. These just the like I, these are just the the earliest. Yeah. I remember um, even like when the Christmas 11s come out, whatever, or the holiday 11s, um, the niggas that get them early, those are technically fakes. Those are technically fakes. I'm just going to let you guys know. 
Everybody get the Christmas 11s early too. Everybody. Them early joints. Unless you get the ones that are like, they're a week early, so the shipments already came to the store, mm-hmm. and you just got one from the back early. If you getting them two, three months early, those are fake. Yeah. It's they're cool just though. defect from the factory. B-grades. They would be considered fake. Yeah, mm-hmm. B-grades, mm-hmm. which would be considered fake. Right, right, right. For sure. They just uh, have a little, you know, defect to it, but it ain't nothing too crazy. Stitching. It's just still the shoe. Yeah, stitching. Uh, maybe like something on the inside of tag missing. You know, it'd it be minimum shit. But it may be that jump man. The jump man could be off. <laughs> correct. Um, but yeah, you're right, man. Just just a little slight defect. But um, I just want to say, going back to the conversation, the shoe game now is just completely different from when we were coming up. Oh, so, it's way different. So you have these sites, man, like StockX. Uh, I think another one they have is called Goat. I don't know what else they use these Goat, days. Grailed. Grailed. See, I don't even know what that is. But no, back in our day, we had. East Bay. We had East Bay, yep. Flight Club. Flight Club, Shoe York. Shoe York. Damn, that was a good one. Um, Kicks on Fire. Kicks on Fire. You know what I'm saying? Kicks on Fire still kind of exists, but it's not the same. Um, but there's a different era. Now, I'll say from 2015 to now, this is really a reseller's game to where I, the love of buying sneakers and wearing them is not even in that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's it's purely for clout and for money. Mm-hmm. If you were a sneakerhead, I'll say from 2006 to 2014, oh, that's where the true love of sneakers was. Mm-hmm. Like and that's when that's when Tinker and Mike was really going crazy with them retros. I was just about to say it was the retros, bro. That's that's just what it is. Like the way that they were pushing out, you know, the OGs as well, but just the retros, the color schemes that they were coming mm-hmm. up with, it was just a different. Like they don't they don't even put the same colors together now. Like is Tinker still back there even working? I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe that's why you know you see a change in direction sometimes. Of course, it it has to happen. I understand that, but um. You, you couldn't be more correct, man. Our time was just different. We were able to, you know, stand in line for shoes, you know, for, oh, for a little man. bit. Yep. You know, they took that from us. Everything went online. But when it did, we were still using the stores, the shoe stores. Foot raffles. Yeah, we had to do the raffles. But you you still using the shoe, the actual shoe stores, websites, Foot Locker, Champs. They're not even using those they anymore. Don't use those. That's what I'm saying. Like, everything is completely different. And it has changed the shoe game where... There's no more love. Like, I can't even, I can't compete with these niggas today. I don't even want to. I don't, bro, I hardly buy shit. If I'm buying a shoe now, it's because I really want it. These niggas have every single pair of shoes that exists, and it's just because they want to have them. Yeah, I can't compete these days. Any day, like, nah, which one should I wear today? I really, I really only fucked with my favorites. Exactly, and that's what I hate because niggas don't do that no more. They just want to get whatever has the highest resale value. Which I get it, make your money. It's a business. Everybody, there's niggas who are really running it up in that industry. Trust me. The bots, everything, I get it. Oh, but, yeah. But right. they're cracking down on it. But if you got a business platform set up to do that, like yeah. run that run fucking business. Like run it up. I don't yeah. mean them. Yeah. I mean the type of niggas that have a bot and they're just purchasing. And they have no knowledge of sneaker industry, why people even want these shoes. They're just trying to profit. Purchase flip. Purchase yeah. flip. Purchase flip. Damn it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's I hate it, bro. Like I, I seriously like I only buy shoes now, like you said, if I really want them. Like if it's a retro that I've wanted since I was a kid, like um the them black fours. I'll just mm-hmm. use that as an example. Four is my favorite Jays. I had to have those. You know what I'm saying? But like the new retros that come out, 
I don't really be fucking with them unless it's a. I don't either. It's a shoot because like even the color sometimes the bubble they've be, changed like should be different. Even if they retro, uh, one of my favorite joints again like. The last time they dropped the Carmines, mm. that was not Carmine Red. I was just gonna say it was pink. It's, yeah, it's shit like, like that. Yeah, I, I'm. That's, <laughs> the bubble be blue, baby blue. You know, on the shoe, it just. I want my shit to yellow. Those new bubbles don't yellow. <laughs> no, yeah, they just get a dirty, a dirtyish, yeah, like, grayish. Yeah, man, the shoes are different now as well. We can't say that the quality of the shoes are just not the same. So I'm not competing with you niggas, man. But if you are on StockX. Uh, buying shit just be careful i'll say that like because those those fakes are on there now because the fakes are on there the replicas on there you may get you a b grade you're you're better off buying sneakers elsewhere i I don't like to take away business from other places there was actually a point in time where we were seeking partnership from StockX. um i'm i'm glad we didn't (laughs) i'm glad we didn't move forward with that partnership with StockX. uh i feel like the stock in StockX is about to go down yeah they're cracking down on the bots, man. Even Nike recently, um, you know, they've been making some changes within their systems. You know, everybody just, they're cracking down on it. So I don't know how successful that's going to be moving forward for people who are just in the game, you know, to destroy it, you know, take advantage of it. But it happens. I mean, I could I could see. Never mind. I'll, I'll just leave my, I'll leave that out. I'll leave it for an off my conversation or we'll talk about it later. Let's move on. Marijuana. A lot of progressions being made, Corey. Yeah, man. You know, we uh, forgot to bring up last week the election. There was a lot of, you know, bills that were passed, a lot of new elections. Propositions. Propositions. But, uh, yeah, like you stated, there's now 21 states where marijuana is now legal. Yeah, Missouri and Maryland, they've just been added to the list to make 21 states that now uh, have legal marijuana for 21 and older residents. Hey, the progression is there, man. You know, that's why we continue to talk about it. Uh, Texas still didn't get it passed, obviously, you know, with this last election. But it's not going to happen. Yeah, man. It's just, you know, Texas just they're just red, you know, all the way. We're just red, man. And I just don't see it happening. But it is still cool to see that across the nation. Um, people are getting more progressive. I will say that. Dog. I am leaving here. Texas. Yeah. They got about five more years to pass that. I I promise you, like right hand to God, they got about five more years to get weed here or I'm out. Yeah. And then also just just everything with the abortion, you know, everything um, with 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 uh, with Hot Wheels, you know, winning another term, bro. That's five. That means five more years. And and really, honestly, I don't even want five more years. I don't want to sit a whole nother term with this guy. And that's that's the point I'm getting at as well. Like, who knows what can happen in those five years? Like, that's the frightening part about it. So I get you, bro. Like, and I'm with you, nigga. I don't. Texas, I love it. This is all I know. It's my home. But all I know. But, nigga, if a change has to be made, a change has to be made. I'm never afraid of that. And the thing about it for me, mostly, and it is the we thing. I want to live my life comfortably. Of course, there's weed down here and there's hella weed. We can smoke weed down here for the rest of our lives. and But it's illegal. I want to be able to walk into the store, buy it like a regular law-abiding citizen. I want to be able to have it on my way home from, from purchasing it in the car and not worry about getting pulled over if I do a couple more miles over the speed limit. I don't want to have to look over my shoulder the rest of my life over 
over weed weed like it's it's, it's actually petty as fuck. i was gonna say you're not a criminal i'm not it's, <laughs> you're it's, not on a run that's what i'm saying so i'm really yeah. it's really fucking it's annoying yeah, yeah it's bro. it's insane yep, yep. that for a plant that's that doesn't kill or i'm not gonna go on that spiel that everyone knows it's insane yeah, man, it's it's insane it's down to the point where we're really just playing politic games mm-hmm. it's just because it's been rooted and it's been this way for so long nobody wants to change it and it's been just noted as a, a left side thing or a free hippie woodstock kind of thing right. that you you just are free and frivolous and don't care about being serious with your life if you smoke Shut the fuck up. It's 2022 now. Yeah, like you said, that was that was hippies there when they were first saying that. That's 60s, 70s. And it's like, bro, but they've held it. They've held on to it. And that's the point I'm making. Like, how? Like, why? It's been proven to, you know, in, in cases to be. That is medicine. Beneficial, dude. Like, you know. Do you know how many people? Oh, I hate sounding so cliche. Like, the, Shit, this is facts, man. Take just one too many drinks and kill themselves on the road at night. I've never heard of one too many blunts and they get in the car and kill themselves on the road. That shit happens every single day. Bro. It happens every day. Everywhere. N- not even nighttime. It happens daytime, afternoon, morning, night. Every single day there's a drunk, a drunk driving death. Yep. But like you said, it's just politics. It's just politics at the end of the day. When because man, if people want to make change, man, it's just simply it's just signing a piece of paper, dude. At the end of the day, that's all it is. These people don't want to make them fucking decisions. Though. No, absolutely not. And people don't. Nobody. We're really not promoting a uh, a republic or a together no, America no. or a democracy. Or we we're promoting a democracy, but not a republic. Um, I like being real. I like being logical. That's just where I'm coming. Me from. too. Like we're giving logical statements, logical facts on why it shouldn't be this way. Like there's nothing wrong with this. And it's it's to the point where you have to sit there and compare it to an alcohol or a tobacco yeah, the and say, well, what the fuck? What's the difference? Why can't we go into the store and buy cigarettes and on the package, on every single package on the cigarette, you have the Surgeon General warning. Just let you know, this is going to take your fucking gum and turn it black. It's going to kill you. It literally tells you. It's going to kill you. In other countries, I'm sure you've seen it on a cruise or outside of the state. They don't even fucking put the words on it. They just put a picture of a nigga with a hole in his neck or a picture of a woman with rotten fucking teeth. And they just, warning, this. (laughs) This is what you have to look forward to. This is what happens. Um, but yeah, but you can you can walk into the store and, and purchase that at will. Um, you know, alcohol, liquor, fucking hooch. You know what I'm saying? You can walk into the store and it doesn't matter who you are. There's homeless people every day that stumble in and out of liquor stores and they don't stop them. Yep. It's money. Long as they have money, they don't stop them, bro. But that's killing us. And let this be your first night ever drinking. You down two of those bottles. It'll be your last night drinking. But that's literally killing us. And they know it's killing us. And nothing gets done to solve that. And then you have, you know, and I'm not even just comparing marijuana. I'm looking at big picture here. I'm, I'm saying things that we know should be put into motion when their facts are there don't happen. Because now we're playing those games that niggas think are conspiracies. Sometimes niggas got to die. And that's why shit like that is there. And the shit that keeps you alive is not. Because there are niggas here that you don't see. That no, sometimes 
There's too many of us. There's too many niggas here. And I'm going to shut the fuck up before this podcast doesn't take off. <laughs> <laughs> but, Moving on, man. But, but, but yeah, like those are the type of shits where no, like, no, sure. you, you're crazy. Like, you really think they would ever? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, I do. You don't? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm about to say. You should. Yeah, absolutely. You like them that much? Yeah. <laughs> you like that your son's... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, an idiot. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Well, let me change it. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, we can get out of that, man. Moving on, we did have one more topic we wanted to uh, visit. Yeah, Drake and, and OVO have partnered with the NBA G League uh, team Ignite. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what this partnership actually entails. We have a. I read an article. Mm-hmm. I think you have the same article, and I'm not sure if you have more info on it. I read that whole article and still got nothing. Okay, go ahead. Tell me what you think, and I'll try to. We'll 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 learn together here. The Drake and this G League team sat down and put some pen to ink on something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure this is sitting down, going, "Hey, look, this is a this is a Toronto team." I'm pretty sure. No, Nevada. Based. Oh, Nevada. I'm, so, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yes, this is Nevada. Mm-hmm. But um, this is hey, I'm an ambassador of a team already. Let's. Let's see what we can work out with this team here. Right. So, yeah, of course, from the branding standpoint, um, and Drake has had partnerships with the NBA dating back to when he first, you know, got in the league. Sprite commercial he had with LeBron. Yep. That for, for, yep. Uh, where for, his fucking face pops out. Yeah, bro. She used like to scare me when I was a kid. Is that, is that what it was? Was that supposed to be a basketball or did that shit just... Was that supposed to be a basketball? I'm asking. Like, what, I don't know. What was I, that? I really just thought, like, he was a musician, so... Under his skin, you could see how the sprite made his musical juices flow. That's okay, maybe. Like, cause you saw all the things yeah, yeah, running yeah. through his body. He's yeah, like, yeah, ooh, all sense. I needed was it was like a Snickers was the when they were hungry. Okay, you know? all I needed was this sprite to get my juices back flowing. No, 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 no. This shit was all I knew. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Drake. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy, yo. But no, so just like I said, from the branding standpoint. Uh, OVO brand, I get it because they have become the first ever jersey patch partnership for this G League team. So for their jerseys now, they're going to have, you know, the owl patch. Mm-hmm. The um, same way you see Wish on the Lakers right. or you used to shit like that. Exactly. But to give a little bit more background about this league, the G League Night. So like we mentioned, it is based out of Nevada. It was formed to play exhibition games outside of the G League's traditional scheduling as a part of a one year development program for top NBA prospects. Uh, they formed this in 2020. Okay, so this is basically so if you're a top NBA prospect coming out of high school, you can you can be on the the Ignite team for mm-hmm. one year. Okay, so the way I'm looking at this is anybody else that's in the G League, you're like the G League bad players. The G League Ignite is for the niggas that like we really looking at y'all. Yeah, so basically what it is for those guys who are coming out of high school those 18 19 year olds we're looking to put you on the nba soon right who don't want to go overseas because you have to have one year you know of something else something else before you can go to the league so who for those guys who don't want to go to college who don't want to go overseas we have built this program where it's still the g league it's nba based um for you to develop yourself and compete at an nba level if you have already been proven in high school that you're probably going to be like a top prospect a lottery pick so 
you can still come develop yourself, become an NBA player before you're an NBA player. You get to play with G League players. You get to the play with G League vets, right, right, things right. like that. Because niggas, you know, um, you know, get called down for injuries, things, whatever. Like you're gonna play somebody who has the type of caliber to be an NBA player. Yeah, and you you're, you're gonna play whether it's one or two or three teams. You're gonna play with somebody that came down from the NBA. Like exactly. he's just playing a few games. Well, he's hurt to get back acquainted with the NBA or you're going to play NBA players. Mm-hmm. Um, this sounds great. I didn't I didn't realize that we we had something like this. What what I will say is. And here I go being me again. Shout out LeVar Ball. What do you mean? Oh, that JBA. They they are uh, a lot of a lot of sports. Um leagues whatever you want to call it they saw a lot in that jba league that he, that he uh that he built it crashed but it takes something coming out and crashing for somebody to go oh there was something in that yep and along with that you started to see a lot more uh players choose to go different routes a lot of people weren't going the traditional route of going to college we saw people go overseas we saw people look for other routes oh i i attribute lavar ball even in the mellow situation, right? No, the, about? no I, I mean, even in the the collegiate players starting oh, to make starting money. To, the, yeah, the the, uh, the NIL. He was deals. paying niggas. He was paying niggas ten bands yeah, yeah, for sure. and, and more to get into their leagues for back sure. when niggas were not making money. Yeah, like, for sure. And then also with the G League Ignite, I believe they get paid as well. They have to. They were getting hundred thousand dollar deals, okay, for uh, sure. contracts to to be on Ignite. Oh ah, yes, yeah, of course. So you start to see the fuck? people leave college or leave the traditional NBA route and fuck around and be on another side for four, five, six years yeah. when you could have had that talent in the NBA because they over here making bread. I could have been doing this somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, you got to... I agree with you. You got to shout, shout out, out some... Yeah, shout out LeVar. Sure. There, there's some things that when you look at the blueprint and the mm-hmm. NBA was like, oh, that could actually work and Facts. we're going to get to groom NBA players. Facts, man. Shout out to everybody that, that took a different route, like we said most recently with with the Ball Brothers. Uh, going back, Brandon Jennings was one Did that Mo- was, was was Moutier one that Emmanuel Moutier mm-hmm. went overseas. Shout out to him. Yeah, there's a lot of people who you know set the uh, set the standard for that, and, and we're we're seeing it now. Yeah, sometimes you got to take care of your family. Absolutely. Sometimes, man. Um, sometimes the same way if you're going for classes, whatever. Sometimes college just ain't for you, and I don't knock. A player that's like, yo, what am I spending all this time in the classroom for when I don't want to be here and I know I'm going to the league? Yep. I don't know if you remember Ben Simmons. There was a documentary when Ben Simmons was, you know, in his heydays uh, with the Philadelphia 76ers. They dropped a documentary. His situation, he couldn't be named the player of the year because there's a certain point in the semester. There's a cutoff point where um, when you know you're not coming back, it doesn't you don't have to go to class anymore. So Ben Simmons once he got to that cutoff point in the semester, he stopped going to class. So he had a like a fucking zero zero point zero GPA, whatever it is. But he couldn't be uh, nominated for the Player of the Year award. But he didn't give a fuck. He, he was didn't like, meet the I'm, academic standpoint. Okay. I'm about to go to the league. Niggas don't care. I don't blame him. And and <laughs> like, there's that older notion that's like, go back, get bro, your degree. Stop. You have something to fall stop. on. But now in this, yeah, no, right, stop. In stop. this in this fucking day and age. What does it even really mean, though? Stop. Like it means nothing. Especially if I went from making 
150 million dollars and i have to rely on this degree now right man. now i make 60 and then it's just it's unfortunate i'm not i'm not ducking anybody that's taking that route still, hell no you know, if school is your route school is your route get as many degrees as you can we're, we're speaking on somebody who doesn't have to go that route so why would i go that route yeah we're speaking on somebody who really hated high school right he just knows he's good and he's got his e-ticket into the nba but i fucking hate going to class yeah. so makes sense yeah why not go play in lithuania Come on now. We're paying me a million dollars and I'm 18. And I own Stop, the fucking buddy. team or I got ownership in the team or State. some shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, come on. Like, come on now. Yeah. I'm all right. Hey, we just always on, on the side of business, making money, whatever benefits you. We talk about it for ourselves. But as you can see, I want that for everybody. Do what is best for you. Absolutely. What the hell? Like, if I don't, like you said, once again, if I'm not a good student, why would I go to school? to school like that makes no sense i know what i'm good at and that's hooping nigga right, so man. like i'm ready to go to league put me on the g league ignite team yeah man so yeah shout out those ignite players because that's that's a hell of an opportunity um shout out all those players that were on op uh not opera uh opposite but different routes into the nba mm -hmm. there's not one route and we've started to see that within the last 10 years it's, or not two routes there's not college or straight to the nba from high school there's plenty of routes yeah man that's once again you know i always like to tie shit to life but that's that's a mindset in life bro there's not one route in life hell yeah there's not one route in life nigga like we all can get to that same point but our routes are completely different oh we headed to the top of this pod shit and inside of this rap game shit we learning that it's not one way not one way to it man with nothing in life, man. So find your route Tuh. and stick to it. Yeah, man. That was episode 191 of the Rising Ground Podcast. We'll go ahead and get out of here. It's your boy, Roderick. Jakari, we out. All right, let's do it.
it so hard to speak from the heart? It could always get harder, harder. I just let it be. I just wanna party, wanna smoke a little tree. Always keep a dime, only tens on me. Yeah, you know me. Oh, I'm at the day party. I meant to call yesterday, shawty Didn't know you pick up when I ring Sitting there thinking the same thing as you Fuck, make money to make you Doing the same old thing we do